Hypnosis to help move past the death of a loved one? What? Welcome to the Joyous Expansion Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Dupree, scouring the globe to bring you stories of courage, passion, and resilience. If I could sum up this podcast into one word, I would use empathy. Now let's get inspired. Welcome to the Joyous Expansion Podcast. I am your host once again, Brett Dupree, here to drop some inspirational spiritual knowledge on you. Today I talked to Lisa, who's a hypnotherapist, who talks how a tragic event made her become a hypnotherapist and helping people, and because that was her key to change. But first, I talk about what's going in my life, because if I can't be vulnerable, how can I expect the rest of my guests to be? Wow, that was weird. Probably because my brain feels kind of like mush today. Stress is interesting, and man, was I stressing today. For yesterday was election day, and the results weren't overwhelming to one side, so I had to sleep on it. Like on the Hamilton song, Sleep On It. And it brought up some anxiety within me. Also some perspective as well. While this is a stressful time, It made me think back to 2016. I remember I was lying on my couch dealing with one of the worst years of my life, uh, losing two jobs. I just got lost a second of two jobs and just looking at my life and seriously looking at homelessness. At the very least, uh, having to crash on my dad's couch if he were to have me. He always said he would. I remember looking at that. And then the election happened, and man, did I not want Trump to win, you know, because of the obvious racism. And I am anti-racist. I don't like it, and I don't like it in any of their forms. And I think Trump is obviously racist and unqualified and stupid and terrible. And the only reason why he's able to get to where he is is because he is a liar who's willing to lie about everything. And there's not very many people who can do that without any shame or slip-up or anything. And the fact that he was born rich. And he has a big personality. I can't take that. He's he's good at promoting himself, obviously, because he became president of the United States. So I think he's good at self-promotion. So he's smarter than me at that. But everything else, I think he's an idiot who doesn't know how the government works or anything works. Doesn't understand things. Anyway, so I didn't want this guy to become president. And it wasn't... I know it's funny. People like Trump hate is is new but honestly i grew up in the 80s trump was a villain almost every corporate villain was based off trump everyone thought he was a. I mean i listened to uh stand-up comedy during the stand-up comedy boom during the 80s and a lot of it was in new york and there was a decent amount of trump jokes about how what a terrible human being he is so, yeah, just being, and plus, I guess my views are quote-unquote left-leaning. I don't like labeling them, of course, but I thought he was terrible. I remember lying there, and things were looking good. Texas was looking blue. Everything was like, every, the media was like, everything's great, copacetic. We're going to have our first female president. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the biggest fan of Hillary. I didn't like the fact she didn't stand for anything, really, and everything I stood for, she had to be, like fight tooth and the nail just to even consider it. Because I believe healthcare is an actual right. And honestly, our current system's a waste of money and just subsidize the, the extravagant living of the insurance executives and pharmaceutical executives that they take our taxpayer money, tax funded money to make a lot of money. But this is not a political podcast, but, you know, 
But I'm not saying I loved Hillary. I just hated Trump and thought of Trump being president. I thought it would be the worst ever. And I took it out. And I woke up. And boom. Nope. He was winning. And it was so not close by the end of the night that he lost. So there I was, taking a nap in a world that didn't seem that bad. Because at least, you know, first woman president, that's at least a thing to Trump. And knowing that the Supreme Court's going to go conservatives and people are going to lose health care and gay people are going to lose rights and women are going to die because you don't ban abortions, you just kill poor women. I was devastated. So yesterday, it was time to go to sleep. And there was part of me that was afraid to go to sleep. Because last time I went to sleep in this situation, everything went tits up. I was afraid it will be all elbows and buttholes. I don't know why I said it that way, but yeah. Basically, this part was in the back of my head, that superstition. Of course, I thought it was silly. I was able to go to sleep for the most part, other than just being kind of stressed. Because I really want this to not happen. I really wanted to blow out victory. I believe Trump is a fascist, just by the words he says and the actions he does. And we just... Look what fascism is and what Trump does. It's fascism. Plain and simple. He's a popularist fascist. So I really was hoping that America would open its eyes and just get rid of the element so the Republican Party can become a party I'm still not a fan of, but at least not fascist. But that didn't happen. It's hard to sleep. But I did get to sleep. But I woke up. The world didn't go tits up. As of right now, things are still undecided, unfortunately. But... Biden has a better chance to victory over Trump, but it's not completely over for Trump. Still holding out hope. End of fascism. Well, not end of fascism. Hopefully just not a better fascist in 2024. But we'll see. The United States always does the right thing at exactly the last possible moment. I think Winston Churchill said that or some Neville Chamberlain or some famous British person said that. Honestly, it just made me think of the thoughts in your head. And how a lot of times we can have those thoughts that don't serve us. And how silly they are. Especially stressing about something I can't control. I voted. That's all I can do with that situation. But me going to sleep, that superstition of because it happened last time, it's going to happen this time. I mean, that's one thing that's amazing about people is our ability to make patterns where there aren't any. We're able to see them. And I had that. It was a legit fear. A legit fear that if I fell asleep when I woke up, we have a Trump presidency. I felt it. But I also felt how silly it was because I understand how mindset works and things of that nature. But sometimes understanding mentally doesn't mean emotionally it makes sense. But luckily I was able to go to sleep and not do that. The thing about mindset and working on your mindset, I have the guest for you today. Lisa Shook is the founder of Hypnosis at Kinetic Healing Connection in Federal Way, Washington. Lisa is a professional coach to ambitious entrepreneurs. She has been helping women and men in business for over 25 years. Lisa herself has lived through abandonment, betrayal, loss of loved ones. Most recently, the devastating loss of her 27-year-old son. This was the turning point of looking deeper into why she was a workaholic and why she needed to heal. It was important for her to take massive action to change. Now Lisa is enjoying a life of freedom and purpose. Her biggest joy is teaching women like herself to heal past wounds and create a life full of stressless prosperity and love. Now here's my interview with Lisa Shook. Hello, Lisa, and welcome to my podcast. Hello, Brett. I am so grateful to be here and excited to speak with you today. I'm excited to have you on as well. Why don't you give the 
Listeners, a brief introduction to who you are. My name is Lisa Shook. I'm the founder of Hypnosis at Kinetic Healing Connection and the founder of Stressless Prosperity Institute. I help lots of entrepreneurs and people in business overcome all kinds of things like fear, addictions to stress, so that they can create a life of freedom, purpose, and lots of joy. Nice. So who were you before you were a hypnotist? I was a business owner of a sign company that covered Washington and Oregon. I've always been an entrepreneur since I was in my early 20s, and I had found an indoor dog park. It was the first indoor dog park in Federal Way. Before that, I was a realtor, so I've done lots of different things in business. In my early 20s, I trained retail business owners. I received a lot of experience during my early 20s in business. And that's what inspired me to take action on my own ideas. Were you kind of born into entrepreneurship or is that something your parents really pushed into you to do? No, I felt like I was born into it, really. I seem to see opportunities everywhere I go, have this natural urge to help other people in business as well. When I hear of other people's ideas, it inspires me and the creativity just seems to flow naturally. That's what inspires me is to help other people as well. When I was younger, it seemed that I would have lots of ideas, but realized I couldn't take action on all of them at once. So I tried lots of different things. And I think my first inspiration was Mary Kay Cosmetics. So how did you discover hypnosis? I discovered hypnosis after going through a devastating time in my life. I was actually, I had my hands on the keyboard and I was signing up for a business license and I was going to open my own Reiki practice. My hands literally stopped on the keyboard. I was pushing enter and then all of a sudden an ad for hypnosis training came up. I thought, what? (laughs) I'd never dreamed about hypnosis or doing anything like becoming a hypnosis practitioner. So I went with it. I followed the clues and the ad for my hypnosis training came up, which was in Bellingham here in Washington. And my trainer was Erica at Cascade. It actually just blew my mind. I'd never dreamed that hypnosis could be used to help heal. 2014 was the start of kind of like waking up and learning about who I really was, how energy works. So I got really in tune to Reiki and realizing that we all have these natural abilities. And that was really inspiring to me, but I already had other businesses. So I didn't really think that I would be doing that as a business. After the tragedy that I experienced, it was the loss of my youngest son. During that time, I was already so overwhelmed that it was just, it was almost like I got pushed and knocked over. It was just a huge blow. And so through the energy work that I had learned, it made me realize that there's something else I'm supposed to be doing, really. I'd always been a workaholic. And when my youngest son died, 
the energy work and the Reiki healing really helped me to deal with what I was going through. And it kind of led me to inspiring other people to realize that regardless of what kind of crisis is happening, that you can do anything. I mean, during that time, I was running a huge business. I covered Washington and Oregon. I had started that company as a service-based business and then expanded it into a production company. Here I was in the middle of that, trying to expand that business. My son died and I couldn't take time off. I had to push through and the energy work helped me to do that, but it also was such a blow that it shook me into realizing there's something better for me to do. There's something more important for me to do. This workaholic, this trying to make money and focusing on making money was not it, which is what was driving me my whole life as a workaholic thinking, oh, I'm going to work more, work more, work harder, work harder, make more money. And the more I thought, the harder that I would work, that's what would make me the money. It was actually just a lie. And it was really what I was hiding behind. I was hiding behind the pain of the life that I had lived, which wasn't what you, pretty. <laughs> what do you exactly mean by hiding behind? Hiding from what? From the life I had lived as a child. I used work and business to cover up the pain and hide the true feeling that I had inside of me that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't deserve to relax and enjoy wealth. When I was born, the name on my birth certificate says infant girl. Just from that point, you know, I was abandoned in the hospital. The people who adopted me were, they were pretty old and they prepared me for death just because they would always say, you know, we're not always going to be around. You've got to be prepared. You've got to be able to make it on your own. And during my childhood, as I grew up, my parents who adopted me were foster parents. So I experienced living with other children who had gone through a lot of really traumatic things in their life. Abuse, little kids who would be showing up having been beaten, burned, and things like that. It also made me realize compassion during that time when I was younger. I would just feel their pain these other little children who were hurt. And it was very, very hard to take to see a little baby in a full body cast and feel the pain of a little five-year-old who had been burned because a mother's boyfriend stuck him in a tub of scalding hot water. I noticed that I could feel their pain and it was so hard. But when I was little, I of course didn't understand what that meant to actually feel some other people's pain. So I thought, naturally that that's how everyone experienced life, feeling other people's pain and actually taking it on almost. Then during my childhood, death was a big theme. I, I lost my brother when I was 13 years old. He was not biologically my brother, but he died. He drowned on the last day of school. I started my life out on my own when I was 15 and I hitchhiked to Florida, <laughs> which I had my first child then in Florida as a teenager. So you can only imagine living through the abandonment 
and becoming a young teenage mother, I really had to step up and I had to find ways to make money and actually grow up faster than I should have or than anyone should have really. And through that is where I realized I have a huge compassion for people and I always wanted to help people. I get excited about entrepreneurship and starting and building businesses. That was the beginning years. So through that, I felt this great compassion, like there's some bigger purpose for my life. So things that I learned in my 20s, helping other business owners, led me up to the point of realizing when my youngest son died, that what I was doing wasn't working. And this feeling deep inside of me, I needed to heal. And I needed to take massive action and change. So I realized then that it had to be right now. And so I sold my business. So how did hypnosis help you heal and change? So when I went through hypnosis training, it made the connection. All the things that I learned about the energy, our bodies, that was the missing piece, how the brain works and how rewiring your mind helps you heal. And not just rewiring your mind, but actually using hypnotherapy to uncover the emotions and the meaning that is applied to things that happen in your life. So powerful and so amazing. You know, when I thought of hypnosis, all I could do is picture people on stages, (laughs) the stage shows, it's mind control. But I found that it's not mind control at all, that hypnosis actually allows you to reach the subconscious part of your mind where that's where all your memories, your habits, your beliefs are stored, and it is unlimited in capacity. So it remembers everything, everything from the womb and even before if that's what you believe. And that's how past life regressions are done as well through hypnosis. So it was pretty amazing to me. And it was just mind blowing how beautiful hypnosis really is to helping you uncover your best self. Like the truth is inside of you. The conscious part of our mind is what I think of as, you know, so limited. It's almost like it can keep you in a lie. And the subconscious part of your mind can help you uncover the truth. So when I went to do hypnosis training, I was able to understand how you can use your mind to rewire to the truth and allow you to express yourself and become your true self. So what were some of the first changes in your personal life that you're able to notice as after you're going through the training? I felt like a huge weight had been lifted that... I could see clearly and understand everything that I had been through was basically my training. When I did hypnotherapy, I was able to actually heal and uncover the real root cause of what was causing me so much pain and what was really driving me to be a workaholic and live the life of addictions. That was a a huge thing. It was really the theme. I was addicted not just to working, but addicted to stress, addicted to alcohol for many years. When I was younger, I tried lots of different drugs. Through hypnotherapy, the root of the issue really came up. 
why I was carrying all of this around. So I was able to really shift it and make sense of it. And when I did that, it was easy to let things go and to change. So like feeling the loss and the devastation from losing many loved ones through the feeling of abandonment or not the feeling of abandonment, but because I was abandoned, the feeling that I wasn't good enough, that I was always needing to work and do something great to please someone else so that I would feel good enough or prove myself. I see a lot of people because I work with a lot of people who are just like me, who have been through abandonment, lots of trauma, betrayal. That really helps me to help them uncover and heal what they've lived through. So I take it also you're no longer a workaholic. How were you able to build your business while not working all the time? That's a great question because (laughs) when I started my hypnosis business, I caught myself going back to that point of being the workaholic. It was because I was charging too low of a price. So the dollars for hours, I realized really didn't work and I needed to get a coach to help me learn how to charge the right price. I was getting massive results, really wonderful and amazing results for my clients. So I was booked to the max. It really showed me that, okay, this is happening again. If you keep charging this low price, it makes the old patterns of workaholism start over once again. And so I was actually able to see how to create programs with the results that I was getting and actually charge the right price. That's kind of really the key to it all is when you know you're getting results and you have this tremendous method, a program that works, then you can charge what you should charge. So instead of overworking, you can work less and earn more. That's what helped me create the Stressless Prosperity Institute, which I haven't launched yet, but helping other entrepreneurs raise their fees and work less, but create programs that truly get results. So what does it look like working with you? There are several ways working with that people work with me. A lot of times we'll do hypnotherapy, first of all, to uncover what is causing problems or issues that people are having, like workaholism or addictions and the fear. A lot of people are afraid to come forward, especially with addictions, porn addictions, gambling addictions. It's not like you can, you know, do a post on social media and people are going to raise their hands. So we'll usually start with hypnotherapy. That looks like anywhere between five weeks to eight weeks. I see people once a week for hour, hour and a half. And Lots of times, entrepreneurs, people in business will then work with me in my coaching groups. So I keep small groups and I have six-month programs and 12-month programs in my coaching groups where we meet once a week or once every other week. And some of the work is not easy, so I try to prepare people for that. Lots of emotions come up when you do hypnosis and hypnotherapy. It is so wonderful but it's not easy. And a lot of people think that it could be a magic pill. Oh, do hypnosis. One, quit smoking, right? Have you seen some of those types of ads? But truly, it's not a magic pill. And there is no magic pill. 
You have to face your stuff. You have to face yourself. You have to face the life you've lived and make sense of it so that you really can live your true freedom, purpose, and joy. And so when people work with me, they uncover what's causing problems and shift it and heal, but it's not easy. It can be some of the hardest work. Just yesterday, I had someone say this was the hardest work she had ever done on herself. And she had no idea that's what was coming. Even when I said this work isn't going to be easy, but she said it was the most rewarding experience she'd ever had. Lots of people with procrastination issues. I had a guy recently that I was working with came in for procrastination. But when you do hypnotherapy, the benefits really spill into all the other areas of your life. So you truly feel empowered. And these are lasting changes. So it's mostly the method that I use. The type of work I do isn't typical hypnosis where you go in once or twice and a hypnotist speaks positive suggestions to you. It's hard, but it is rewarding because sometimes you think you know the cause of an issue. For example, someone who's been, who's experienced the sexual abuse. Obviously, you know that that's causing you some problems. But when we do hypnotherapy and we actually reach other things that can also be causing you problems, it's pretty amazing. And I'm just so, so grateful to be able to share this with people. The message that I love to share also, because of my own experience, when you have a crisis, even what's going on in the world right now, no matter what's going on, you can change. You can take control and do what you came in this world to do. Do you have any fun success stories you'd like to share? Yes. <laughs> One that is pretty amazing, you know, through just having that lack of confidence and low self-esteem years ago, I never dreamed that I could make a thousand dollars in one hour or charge a thousand dollars an hour. And that was probably one of my most amazing experiences just this year was to knowing the results that I get and the method that I use that it is so valuable that I could charge a thousand dollars an hour. And so that was a really great, not just fun experience, but pretty amazing when someone can heal and receive the benefits and experience going from a place of maybe not wanting to live to actually being excited for their life and knowing what they're going to do. That feels fun to me when someone can go from really hating their career or their life, turn around and get a new position in their company or start their own company. I had one guy who was used to work with me, used to work for me actually. And he recently shared with me, he started his own clothing line. That's really what I feel like is fun is when someone else is inspired by something I have helped them with. That is fun. We are coming to the end of our time together. One thing I like to ask my guests is to do a one minute of motivation. You can imagine this as if you have a time machine and you're going back to your eight-year-old self and you want to convey everything you need to live a happy, joyful life. But unfortunately, you only have a minute until you're plopped back into the future. Or you can think of it as if you're wanting to condense your entire life's message into one minute. No matter what appears to be going on in your external environment, no matter what anyone else says, 
or does. There is a greatness inside of you that will help you and reveal to you a greater purpose. Through crisis, through tragedy, you have everything inside of you you need to achieve your goals and dreams, and it's actually going to be greater and more joyous and more amazing than you could ever imagine. It's greater, it's more amazing than your wildest dreams. And that's what's inside of you, this amazing thing. You have it inside of you. It's already there. You were born with it right from the start. You have it and it's yours and no one can take it from you. You have the power, you have the ability, you have every bit of intellect that you need to do exactly what you came in this world to do. And you can do it no matter what is appearing on the external part of your life, no matter what tragedy, no matter what crisis, you can do it. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I appreciate you sharing your story of how you were abandoned as a baby, which that's a new one for my podcast and grew up in a not so stable household and having that belief that you just must push through, push through, push through, push through, push through and work all the time. And then unfortunately having that sudden tragedy of your life, giving you a moment to be able to kind of step back and look at your life and examine exactly what you want out of it and be able to take that and push forward in a way that serves you as well as serves people around you even better and being able to help other people go through with their life using your empathy to be able to really help people expand through hypnosis. So that's very cool. So thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you, Brett. And thank you for the work you do. You're pretty amazing. Mary Davy special. Same to you. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. That is Lisa Shook. Wow, what a story. I did not expect to go there. I was first listening to her and thinking, wow, this is an interesting story. Pretty normal. And then, bam, she hits us with the death of her firstborn son. And that's that's tough. That's a tough thing to deal with. Assuming, I mean, I only say assuming because I don't have kids. I've never had kids. So me saying as a kidless person that that's a hard thing to deal with is not coming from experience, but I'm allowed to go by the experience of others. And I can't imagine going through something that I lost. I remember losing my uncle in 2012 and how that shook me and honestly don't think that I am fully over it and just being able to find something that helps beyond that, what she had, which was Reiki and her other tools, but able to find hypnotherapy, which I have learned has helped many people in life. So if you are interested in doing hypnotherapy with Lisa, you can. Lisa offers free consultations. Go to the website, www.lisashooknwcoach.com and submit form or call 206-920-9936. Anyone who responds from this podcast will get a free five-minute hypnosis for relaxation recording. How cool is that? Go submit a form and say you heard it from the Joyous Expansion Podcast and you get something for free. Woo! I love free things. There you have it, folks. That is episode 90. Two of the Joyous Expansion Podcast. I am your host once again, Brett Dupree. Like, subscribe, leave a review, anything you can do to save and share and 
help this spread and get Lisa's message out there. I will love you forever. But of course, I love you forever for just being here because you're amazing. You can, I remember you can email me at bre2ts, the upr2es at joyceexpansion.com. You can check me out at Joyce Expansion. More episodes of Pod. Joyce Expansion. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Joyce Expansion. But you can also find me on Facebook and increase your joy because my SEO game is terrible. Once again, I'm Bert Dupree, your champion of authentic joy, cat also transformation for the Church of Awesome, and Mother of Dragons. Haha, <laughs> just thought I'd throw it in there for a loop. And Joyce Expansion Life Coach. Reminding you once again. To be love, to be joy, to be awesome. Now play that jingle. JoyousExpansion.com JoyousExpansion.com Come and say hello to Brad Dupree. He is an inspirational life coach. Good for you and good for me. He turned my life from gray to blue. I'm sure he'll do the same for you. Get in touch and you'll see. Your life will change dramatically. JoyousExpansion.com JoyousExpansion.com